every Friday, Paul feeding us, bro. Hey, hey, don't catering's catering's horrible. Don't go to catering new souls. I got I got, I got, I got, I got steak and shrimp. I'm like, Welcome, welcome, welcome to After the Bell. I am still Corey Graves. Congratulations to you. We all collectively survived WrestleMania backlash. What a night it was. We're going to dive into the event this past Sunday. WWE on Peacock, of course, helping me navigate the waters as he does each and every week. The scratchy to my itchy, the voice of NXT 2.0, Vic Joseph. Vic, what's the word, my friend? What a week it has been. You mentioned WrestleMania backlash. Raw was exciting. NXT was the springboard off of spring break. And then, of course, SmackDown tonight will feel the full effects of the bloodline, which brings us to our guests later on. Jimmy and Jay Uso, the SmackDown tag team champions for now. We'll be joining ATB here in a little bit. But Vic, let's talk about what went down this past Sunday night. In my opinion, we were talking offline before we started recording uh, with the crew. We have our major WWE events, our premium live events. You've got your WrestleMania, your Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Hell in the Cell, the iconic branding. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. To me, recently, over the past year or so, WrestleMania Backlash to me was an excellent event from start to finish. Some of these ones where maybe the expectations aren't as high because I think you had a couple rematches at Backlash. You had, uh, you know, some a few stories taking new directions, but start to finish, it was just a fun, easy night. And I've noticed that even like back to day one where people were like, well, it's not WrestleMania. It's a uh, Royal Rumble's right around the corner. They're going to save the big stuff for that. These premium live events have been some of my favorite of the, of the past few years. I think you use a, a phrase there, like the expectation, the perception of when people say, oh, there's rematches. But those rematches deliver, you know, and they did this past Sunday. Do you think it's that perception that maybe draws people away from them so that when those matches super exceed their own expectations, like, wow, that was a great night? Maybe that might be. Maybe you, you maybe we're not expecting a, a classic night of matches. But again, WrestleMania Backlash presented that. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. 
Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. You had uh, another instant classic epic Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins match. You had Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, and those two women beat the holy hell out of each other. Man, that was the match I was looking forward to as well. And again, that delivered. Of course. I liked it a little bit more than what happened at WrestleMania. And I would agree with you. And, and another match I felt that they actually exceeded expectations and was better than at WrestleMania was Edge and AJ Styles. Obviously, as the Judgment Day is now growing, you see Rhea Ripley in this new incarnation. It was different than the WrestleMania match. It progressed a story, but the match itself as a standalone to me was more fun than what they did at WrestleMania. I look at it from a fan, right? And I don't want to BS people that are listening to that. I'm still a fan of WWE, of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, whatever you want to call it. 15 years ago, I enjoyed sitting there and seeing a match to a match to a match and a story, much like Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, WrestleMania. Then they had their rematch at WrestleMania Backlash. Then we saw what Seth Rollins did on Monday. They're telling you a story. Sometimes I think fans, they want that instant gratification rather than sitting back and watching how it unfolds. And again, you have to think about this from a fan's perspective. WrestleMania was not that long ago. And that obviously is our, our biggest event of the year. And a lot of people come around for WrestleMania. And some people don't watch all year round. People don't necessarily watch Raw 52 weeks a year. Some people watch around WrestleMania time or they watch in the lead up to WrestleMania. And then some of those fans, you know, they go about their life. They 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 check in when, when it's appropriate to them or when they have time. So the casual of- viewer. If that's what you want to call it, that there's all this weird controversy about that, that I'm not even going to dip my toe in oh, that's <laughs> as unusual. far as that right now. I know, right? Far be it for me. I'm really, I'm really growing up, man. This grill has changed me. We're going to get into that. <laughs> I finally broke into the grill, uh, smoked some cheeseburgers. Don't get sidetracked. We had a great conversation going. You just goldfished yourself. I did. You're absolutely right. You just pulled a me. It, it gave me an opportunity to talk about my new favorite We're gonna thing. We're going to get to it. My current favorite thing. You inspired me. But anyway, let's talk about WrestleMania Backlash a little bit more. I mean, from start to finish, it, it was every match was awesome. Uh, and, and I'll tell you the match that I get to watch out in the arena near ringside and be amongst the WWE universe and just listen to the fans. I have the capability. Obviously, Vic, you know, you have, we have our headsets. I could listen to the commentary being told at the time. But to me, it's really fun, and it's such a rare opportunity to literally be sitting next to the, the section one in front of hard camera with, with the most hardcore, rabid fans and to just be there and enjoy it. And happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. I think Madcap Moss, uh, Paul Heyman on this show a few months back talked about how Madcap Moss has such a high upside in this business that we haven't even scratched the surface. And I agree with that. And what Madcap did at WrestleMania Backlash was give credence to that argument. Like, hey, maybe this is the guy that tells terrible jokes, but he can go. And picking up that win, I love the sunset flip that won the match in the year of our Lord, 2022. (laughs) Sunset flip still works, guys. You know, it's it's amazing. And and I was watching the pre-show or the kickoff show. And when he came out, the reaction he received from the WWE Universe, you know, it was natural, it was organic. And those are things that don't happen all the time, which takes me back to sit back and enjoy the ride. 
Because if you went in with high expectations, you're always going to be disappointed. I'm disappointed. I disagree. Every fall I when disagree the Browns strongly. Play. If you come in, you should come in with high expectations, particularly in this day and age. This is WWE. We are the the worldwide leader in sports entertainment, right? WWE is a global entity. It is okay to have high expectations for everything we do. It, I, the onus is on us as WWE, in my opinion, to provide the fans and meet their expectations. Because it's not like we're this fledgling thing where it's like, oh, there's growing pains. Oh, we're going to get there. Uh, no, I understand sometimes when people get frustrated or maybe people are unhappy with how things are presented from time to time because sports entertainment as a whole has some of the most passionate fans about anything in entertainment. Uh, sports entertainment fans are right up there with your comic book fans or your hardcore music fans or people that really care and live and die by this stuff. So I believe that the weight is on our shoulders and I don't think it's unfair. Yes, there are variables. Yes, there are circumstances. Yes, we're beholden to advertisers. Yes, we're beholden to business contracts. There's a lot more that goes into making the stew that most fans don't realize, nor should they have to. Our fans should be able to sit down on Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern and get lost in a show. Right, that that's on us. We should always be presenting ourselves and forcing ourselves to meet the expectation of the fan, as opposed to saying, "Well, no, this is what we're giving you. You either like it or you don't like it." Well, shouldn't a fan as well? And if you're you're watching, enjoy the ride and not be cynical course, to a course. degree. Well, and that's a personal choice that that I think about this. I'll draw this analogy uh, off the top of my head. Uh, the the flight attendant is what. Uh, Carmela and I have been watching lately. Ugh, don't get me started on that. I like the show. I'm a fan oh of it. Gosh. But I also enjoy it because it gives me an opportunity to shut my brain off for an hour and sit down and get lost in this show and not pick apart, oh, well, I don't know if I like the set design on that. Oh, I don't know if Kaylee Cuoco really nailed that line. Like, I, And that's just me. Every, some people enjoy micromanaging and focusing on minutia. And, and, I mean, if that's your thing, God bless you. You got fans that truly care more about move sets than the story being told. And that's okay. They're not wrong. It's flavors of ice cream. It's the oldest analogy in the business, right? We, we are Baskin Robbins. Say it, as a matter We're Baskin Robbins, right? We've got whatever, whatever you're into, we've got you covered. If you really like high flying guys, we've got your ricochets. If you understand what I'm saying, it's, it's a, a cornucopia of what sports entertainment is. And it's constantly growing and constantly evolving. And I, for one, don't sit and enjoy my entertainment and, and I don't get any enjoyment out of picking things apart. That's just me. But then I probably do it with something different. You know what I mean? How many of us are Monday morning quarterbacks or you watch a, a, I'll watch a baseball game and go, I can't believe they, you know, why are they shifting? You like to get lost and examine and pick apart things that you're passionate about. Would you agree? Look at you today. I don't know. You just put it, you, you, you hit the right button. I know. I'm not even upset. It was just, I put a quarter in the ride. I just think I, I, I'm just, Sometimes I, I don't it's know. Easy what, to get I, graves to get going. I, I'm telling you, man, I, Maui changed me. It totally changed my entire outlook on things. And, and I just, it, it's almost like a, a switch flipped inside of me where like, I'm just looking at things differently, looking at things with fresh eyes to be able to step back away from the bubble for two weeks. So how much spam have you thrown on the grill? Not yeah, I haven't spammed on the grill yet, but that will happen. It's, no, it won't. You can't. There's no way you can take that little piece of spam and throw it on the grill. Vic, have you ever made a hamburger? Yeah, you're gonna put them ground together. Meat. Oh. It's ground meat. You can mash it together. You can form it into a patty. You can slice spam. I and my my grill has this little sear kit where it puts the nice little grill marks on the meat as you're cooking it. A, a little seared spam. Ooh, we talk about this every week. 
I see. See, you derailed me that time. Graves, I was talking about backlash. <laughs> Graves and I can see each other, obviously, you know, through the world of technology. But when I mentioned spam, your uh, corner of your eyes perked ever so slightly up, and you had this boyish Christmas Day look on your face. That's how. That's how. Happy I don't spam get why makes spam makes you happy. I understand why grilling makes you happy, which gets me to you inspiring me. This How past two you? weeks. Well, look, you got this motorcycle grill that you can ride and cook on, which I think is phenomenal. Like, I don't that's even a real know. real thing? Uh, that's what you have, right? With the handlebars? It's a good thing that you're in Florida <laughs> and I'm in Pittsburgh because I would strike you right now. Anyways, I ended up redoing the whole backyard. We put in pavers. Yeah, we put in go. concrete. We got new patio furniture. We're putting in a whole grill section. The shed, as we talked about last week, as Angela Dawkins so eloquently put it, is uh, Dave and Buster's inside with games and the TV, but I want to thank you for helping me expand my backyard. Now I got to go get sod. I'm telling you, man, I, I am just, I am no longer concerned about being cool. I am leaning into the, the neat dad lifestyle. I'm going to start tucking in my t-shirts. It's you no longer Skechers yet. No, 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 no. I saw Montez who last week promised me Nike air monarchs. And this past Monday at raw Montez Ford pulled me aside and said, Hey, make sure there's extra room in your luggage next week. Cause I'm bringing your monarchs. Okay, well, then that's another free gift for Corey Graves. What is your thought on Skechers? I have a story about I, this. I don't have any thoughts on Skechers. Wade Why would Barrett, I have thoughts on Skechers? Because I, you're a fashionable individual. Look at the hat that you're wearing right now and how you're dressed. You're always fashionable. Wade Barrett wore a pair of Skechers last week and was blasted on social media for wearing dad shoes. There, there comes a time in everybody's life where you just got to make the transition. I've always wondered, you know how like old men dress a certain way? Like you just go, that guy looks like an old man. That's how an old man should dress. Your grandfather probably wore slacks like up to his waist and a plaid shirt, like or a golf shirt. There, there comes a time where you have to make the transition. And I think I'm a little bit closer to that than, uh, than ever before. Luckily, it's not up to me to bring the cool factor to ATB this week because our guests will do that for us. As of this very moment, they are still the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They are members of the Bloodline, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. Jimmy, Jay, yourselves, and of course, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, the Bloodline. You guys have been running things for what feels like forever on Friday nights. This past Sunday night, WrestleMania Backlash, the Bloodline in the main event against RK Bro, Drew McIntyre. I've known you guys for a long time. You guys have had a long journey, not only to WWE, but within WWE. Did it ever seem truly feasible to both of you? Do you feel that you finally belong where you're at in this position? Or was this something that you never in a million years thought you'd, you'd reach? Oh, man, we definitely knew th this is in our future. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. But to, uh, damn, to be together, all three of us, man, like to me, that's, I told my brother, I take some, uh, Right after backlash, man, I told him walking out there, the energy for me was was different, man. It it was on ten. Like I got goosebumps right now thinking about that because you know first main event together, it hit it hit way different, man. So definitely always knew it was in our futures. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. It was. I think that was the first like main event six man tag or something like that. I don't know, but I already know was, we go out there, we go deliver like we do every single week and for us to be in this position right now yeah like i always knew we'd get there right it was, you know i knew we'd get there and then like it's, it's a tag team you know they ain't supposed to be there i don't know but we in there and for a long long time it was very very rare that there was ever even a tag team main event 
on on a Raw or a SmackDown in the tag team division. I mean, you guys obviously have had countless bangers with, with the New Day. I mean, every time you guys stepped in the ring, it was always raising the raising the bar for tag team wrestling as a whole. And, and does it feel like this has been a long time coming, like for you guys and all the work you've put in and all the the evolution you guys have had to experience as performers and as men? Hell yeah, it was, I, I just like we we I know I know we just appreciate the struggle, right? You know, you appreciate the hard times because when you finally get to the promised land, it feels good, you know, and we don't want to let that go. Was, man, we we like work. We the workhorses for a reason. House shows us everything. They put the Usos and Roman Reigns on because they know we're going to deliver every time. It's high quality, you know, and we, we ain't letting that spot go. Was, you know, somebody really going to have to come over here and take it, bro. Everybody want to step up. Was, they really, really, really got to step up, you know? Oh, for sure. For so, sure. When we first met, I was riding with Percy Watson. When I first started, you guys were the first Perfect. two. You, yeah. <laughs> you guys were the first two main roster guys to take me under your wing and really show me about the road, the what to do, the what not to do. And we had a conversation in the summer of 2017. You guys were, I wouldn't say angry, but you guys were talking about being motivated. You had never even been on a WrestleMania yet. And I'm talking the main card of WrestleMania, not the pre-show, even SummerSlam. How did that all motivate you? Because that was seven, eight years into your WWE run to where you are now. I mean, you know, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl. You know, you you want to get on that card. You know, and we all bust our ass to, to get on that card, man. So to sit here and like, you know, we was doing work. Damn, it kept us motivated. You know, it, it kept us it kept us hungry. man. You know what I'm saying? So when we finally got on the card, man, God, damn, was it? It felt good. It felt so, so good, man. You know? To be doing it, and you're right, man. It was like eight, seven, eight years in the in the game, and damn, I don't think uh, you know, all those years of being off of WrestleMania, like Russ said, just putting in work, putting in work, putting in work. But for some reason, we're not on the main card, right? But then they had that was none of the higher ups problem, you know. That was just strictly me and him, you know. Me and him was missing something. It didn't matter how much work we was putting in, we were still missing something that couldn't get us on the main card. And we started being us. It was like really started going ham on Friday night. Uso Penitentiary, you know, the day one ish, we was going in like, hey, bro, let's just be, let's just be us, bro. You know, they started getting on the team. It was, bam. And I think that translates. And we were talking before, before you guys joined us on the call about how when it comes to authenticity coming through the screen, the Usos work so well because any of us that get to spend time with you guys behind the scenes or off camera, it's not a departure. Jimmy and Jay Uso are Jimmy and Jay Uso all the time. Obviously, you're not, you know, backstage looking for fights all the time. <laughs> you don't have to whoop everybody's ass, you know, behind the scenes. But how how important is that to you guys to have that sort of authenticity and be your true selves? And, and how's that helped you sort of enhance to this point? Being around the business, man, you know, you watch these characters. They're not even like, you know, Big Uso said, you know, he's not playing a character. He is the character. The Stone Cold Steve Boston. The Rock, the Undertaker, the Ric Flair's, them cats is really them. You know, yes. you can see them; they they they're they're them. And being growing up and watching them, it, you know, it bleeds through the screen, bro. Like these dudes ain't playing no character; it's really them. So to be there now and to be be on screen and to be us, man, I, we made it. And to be it to be tapped in, man, that that's that's successful in this business. So like, I'm blessed. But you could have never told us ten years ago we'd be on TV with paint on our face. You know what I'm saying, Luce? Right. It was all the evolution. Like, the, 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 
the bright colored paint Usos wouldn't have worked right now with the bloodline. But I, you know, like it was all a, it was all a damn journey to finally get to that position where we can literally be us on screen. You know, you catch us in the public views. We like this, you know, twenty four seven, man. So right. I, I, I really, I, I'm glad we're at this point in our career where we can finally hit that level. You know, it's crazy sometimes just when they tell you be you. It, it's hard to be you. It, it, it's 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 crazy. How do you find yourself? It, it's just a weird journey. Even Graves, you can relate on commentary too. Like, hey, just be yourself. I don't think you want me to actually be me on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work out well for anybody. You know, it's like, but it's so hard to just be you and be real and be authentic. But you guys found that spot. You guys literally grew up in this business, and we talk about the bloodline and to. The average WWE fan, the bloodline, yes, we know it's it's based in truth. We know you guys are genuinely related, but I don't think a lot of our audience, our fan base, knows how truly deep the bloodline runs. Aside from a video package here or there and a, a quick acknowledgement of, oh, this family member, I, we had our producers put together, actually track down a family tree for your family. Seven pages long. I don't know by how the way. accurate it is, so I'm, I'm gonna test you guys. I'm asking. Yeah, you about let this. me know. It might, it might be a damn family family forest round. It's crazy. It's absolutely unbelievable. Just all the recognizable names in here. I, I, half of them I cannot pronounce. With all due respect, yeah, the higher, yeah, the higher up the tree, the, the the harder time I have <laughs> pronouncing any of it. But I mean, obviously, your father, your guy's father, Rikishi, and you know the connection that you've got. Going back earlier in his career, you got Samu, which Samu was my first introduction to your family here in Pittsburgh. When I broke oh, into the snap. business, Sammy was okay. kind of the elder statesman. And yeah. I, I was telling Vic the story. I, I was probably 16, 15, 16 years old. I'd just broke into the business. I was like a referee, just trying to get trained, things like that. And I remember being in this bar that all the boys used to hang out at after the shows. <laughs> and Sammy's a pool shark. Right? Like he, Oh he man, could, they all are. Okay. Yeah, all <laughs> so that's are. a family yeah. trait. Okay. Yeah. And I remember I, I was I was leaned over the pool table and I took my shot and I stood up and Sammy was behind me and he put his hands on my shoulders and he's like, oh, you're a good kid. You're a good kid. Next thing I know, he was catching me because he put me to sleep <laughs> right in the bar in front of everybody. Hey, so, he, so, he, sorry, man. Sorry yeah, about that. So, <laughs> and he, he sorry, me, picked me back up. And But it was like, all right, you're all right. And I, I had a laugh once I remember where the hell I was. But that was my first introduction to your family. You got So, so obviously you got Damn. Samu. You got Fatu. You've got the wild Samoans, sort of the patriarchs of all this. Yeah. It, it just keeps splintering. You got you guys have another brother that just entered the fold in yeah. NXT. Yeah. Uh obviously. And then now then I I looked because my curiosity has always been where rock ties into all this. Yeah. And it's way high up the tree, way up in the family tree. Back to the high chief, Peter Maivia. High chief, yeah. And and there's basically two main arteries, and, and one is the rock side, and one is everything on Hawaii. And, yeah. and obviously, Rosie, Oos's brother. Yep. Sadly, no longer with us. Yep. Nikki, uh, Umaga. Yep. Who, yep. Who I didn't realize. I didn't realize that Umaga was Kishi's brother. Get out of here, dog. I didn't know that. I because I think what? it's just the age difference. I knew he was related, but I didn't realize they were brothers. I thought there was a, a you know cousins. Everybody's your cousin. Let's be honest. Every, every, <laughs> I think yeah. I'm related to you somehow. <laughs> That's, but but looking through this, talk to me about this a, a little bit more. I mean, you guys, your your journey's been covered. You got the the you know. 24s or the day one, all the, the documentaries about your, your guys' life and career, but shed a little bit more light on this bloodline, man, and how rich this history is and how, what it means to this business. I'll tell you this, man, when, when, when we got together, we, we knew the name was bloodline. Like we knew it just, we was 
we knew it was going to be bloodline regardless whatever they say whatever you know you know there's there's a name you guys need to come with. It's bloodline dog like what you mean like, hey, you hey, know, hey. what a dope name though right the name it's fantastic dope. it's excellent yeah, yeah. yeah. Bloodline. Hey man, but check this out, Corey. I was sitting there watching my little nephew one day, man. He had all he had he had these action figures, man. He had my dad, Yoko, Umaga, he had the Wild Samoans, he had the Rock, he had us, Roman. And I'm just sitting there and he and he's just he just got them propped up. He just he's, he's just playing. But I, I walk by and I'm just like, I look how many of us that he just had. I'm just like, damn, that's like it, it, it's it dawned on me. It dawned on me. Kind of hard to believe. Yeah. You know, I mean, talk about like a, a truly a family business. You've got generations. I mean, we, you know, Randy Orton, third generation. Yeah. All, we've got, we, your whole family are generations deep in this game. And as I'm looking down the list, I, like I said, you, you named Yoko. How I, I, I missed the name Yokozuna, <laughs> an all time great, just a, another on, on the list of, you know, incredible athletes. Uh, Reno, Black Pearl, I got to know him real well working with your dad okay. over in Europe. Your, your okay. dad, Gave me one of my first breaks before WWE, yeah. working over in, you know, doing tours in Europe. And I, I rest, I'd wrestled your dad two or three times by the time I met you guys. Man, that's cool. I remember getting the man. FCW and I was like, man, what what a weird connection to, to your fa- You guys have been like this recurring thread in my career. And, and you know, it, it's it's such a broad reach. You guys have, you know, cousins. I um, Let me look at this here. Jacob. Jacob Fatu. Jake, Jacob Fatu. Yeah, they're killing it. Tonga Kid, whatever, he, Tonga you know, kid, he had to run in WWE. TK all day. It's it's so wild. And obviously, I mean, you guys are both fathers. And, and you got, you're, there's probably another generation already ready at this point. Hey, hey, Corey, that, that, that's the thing. Was, we we got, you you ain't got no idea how many cousins are lined up. Uh, the girl cousins, like, man, they 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 watch us on TV every week, Goose. And... Obviously, like they they ready for this. They want to do what we they want to carry on the name, carry on the family business. Was, so we we legit gonna be in this business 50 more years. It was like legit a hundred years in this game. That's crazy to think about. Lined up, man. You bring up cousins. I worked with Lance on Oahe on the Indies. That was my first, you know, introduction to to, yep. to your family. Graves, looking at this, I have five generations. I, you mentioned generational. I have five generations right here just on the phone. You talk about kids and stuff. We're looking at six, seven generations now at some point. It is baffling. Legit. Also, I was baffled when I found out Yokozuna wasn't, you know, Japanese. Same. I just want to throw uh, that yeah. one out oh, there. Same. We was like, we were watching them on TV. We was like, what? <laughs> what? What, what, what are you talking about? That was trippy to me. Still is. People really believed he was. That's the first time I think I knew what a gimmick was. I was like, oh, that's a gimmick. But then in our business, everything's a gimmick, though. Was it was it weird growing up? I mean, obviously, you guys you guys were football players initially. That was kind of your focus before you know you you caught the bug and, and realized that this is where you belong. Was it strange? Or were you aware of it growing up as to how widespread this family business was, or was it just oh, that's what dad does, that's what pops does, that's what the, that's just that's how it was. It was just another day at the office. It was that right there. You know, we grew up talking about like, uh, people like, man, how's it feel like for your dad to be on TV and your dad and to be wrestling? And we just be like, I mean, it's cool, I guess. I mean, you yeah. know, we grew up watching. And I watched my son respond the same way one day, man. Somebody asked him, man, yo, it's cool with your dad or your, your uncle's on TV, man. That's cool, man. How's it feel? He's like, I mean, it's cool, I guess. And I was like, <laughs> man, I feel you. Because I, I feel you, man. Like, you grow up watching it, it's, it's normal. It's it's so normal, bro. We had Barbarian at the house. 
we would have like you know all these all these wrestlers just show up at the barbecues, man. I I used to be like, damn, bro, they go Ultimate War without the paint, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Shouts out to Ultimate War, man. Damn. <laughs> Another another missing piece I would be remiss to not mention of of the bloodline has been the wise man, Paul Heyman. And P- Paul has been very open and honest in public about his connection to your family generationally. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he goes back to the Wild Samoans, and when he broke into the business, uh, what has Paul meant to the Usos' career? Because on screen, primarily, you see Paul as the special counsel to the tribal chief. Paul's more closely identified with Roman because he's always at Roman's side. But no doubt, Heyman's had a great effect on your guys' career. Talk to me about what Paul's meant to you guys. Yeah, he had pulled us to the side, man. He pulled me and bro to the side. We just got on the road, right? I think it's the first time, I think, yeah, yeah, very early. He was like, hey, I know you boys for a long time. You see that, Matt? I'm like, yeah. He's like, there's a lot of, a lot of your family has spilled their blood and sweat and tears in that ring. When you get in that ring, you, you bump your ass off. You attack that mat. You bump harder than every, anybody in this business because it's in your blood. So you, you go in there, you bump in with your dad, you bump in with your uncles, with your cousins. So when you go in there, you you attack that mat. That that's that's your that's your livelihood in there. That that's your heart in there. And I was like, I was just like, I'm about to go bump right now, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna run through that wall right now. Come on, man. Like he he like he he put it in us early, and I was like, oh hell yeah. Like you, you, you right. So man, I I thank Paul for that conversation, man. Like right before TV, you know how everybody get there and everybody's like in the ring, but he's like, hey, Usos, come over here right quick. And when he told us that, man, it like it's it stuck with stuck with me and bro. So when I when we get in that ring, man, that's why we 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 leave it every night, man. And it's like we kept that part because I think what he was trying to tell us, like, you know, as far as a working part, that'll open people's eyes. Like, yo, twins can get down in the ring. Like, they're really good. You know, we get past that that level. Now, you know, we start getting into this character stuff. You know what I'm saying? Us is all is all like stacking, you know, bricks on top of it to build this big, this building of of the Usos, man. The, the, the Uso crazy Uso Penitentiary, all that, man. And I don't think if it wasn't for Paul, man, like half of us, our family, wouldn't even know like how to move through this business if it wasn't for him, man. No. I think it's important to, to tell this this side of the story because, again, it's not just a, a TV persona. It's not just yeah. a wrestling storyline as to what Paul means to the three of you and your entire family. This is based in reality. This is, a, this is about as real as anything you're going to see on any TV show. Across the board. Every Friday, Paul feeding us, bro. Hey, hey, don't cater is catering's horrible. Don't go to Cater New Souls. I got I got, you. I got, I got, I got steak and shrimp. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Paul. Keep Hell well yeah. fed. <laughs> Come on, man. He take care of him. There used to be this picture growing up, man. There was a picture of my dad, a young, a young Kishi, and a Sam Lou with a young Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman yeah. had a big ass cell phone. The at big the time. cell phone. Oh, yeah. I remember being scared to death of the Samoan SWAT team when I was a kid. <laughs> I had never seen, and then the head shrinkers, obviously, in WWE, yeah. you know, it, yeah. they, those oh, yeah. dudes horrified me, which I can only imagine because think, think about it like this, the wild Samoans in their heyday, nobody ever saw anything like that. They might as well have been actual savage killing machines. A- aliens out there. Yeah, because so. everything was so yeah. protected back then. You didn't have social yeah. media. You didn't know it. And you know, they were, they were in character all the time. So even years later, when I was a kid, I, I mean, I, I knew it was entertainment, 
But For I was sure. like, man, I don't know. These, these Samoan SWAT team dudes, they look like they could eat me. Like, I was horrified of those dudes. And then little did I know that all these years later, I'm like, wow. Uncle Alpha used to carry that, uh, that, that, that shrunken head. The shrunken head, head. yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, that used to be sitting around the house sometimes as a kid. It used to be just sitting there. I used to be like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it, it would just sit. He had like three of them around the house, man. I was like, man, I, that looked crazy as hell, man. Grace, <laughs> you remember the head shrinkers uh, when, you know, they'd come out and they'd be eating like chicken, yes. you know, or like, and they'd be like <laughs> eating it off the carcass. I was always like, what the is yeah. this? Like, hey, that, hey, that's real. <laughs> that, 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 that raw chicken, that raw chicken is real, bro. We was watching that with moms. My dad did not want to bite that. <laughs> he did not want to eat that. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I need you guys to back me up on this because I've, I've entered new territory in my life for the first time when I was in Hawaii, I had spam. Oh, uh, here we go with spam. Again. Oh, Vic, Vic doesn't understand. I've never had spam. No, I don't know. I, I don't know about it. Man, Vic, where you from, Vic? Where you Cleveland. From? We don't do spam. Oh, what the hell? Take your non-spam eating ass back to Cleveland. Leave it for us, bro. I have never had spam in my life. And my mother, who listens to this show, messaged me and she goes, I used to buy you spam for Christmas. So when did you ever buy me spam for Christmas? She goes, Corey's right. You need to eat spam. Girl, I said, man. this is not my life right now. 
Egg what the hell man? kind of childhood did you have that you got spam for Christmas? Well, speaking of this, is why I don't like Christmas because I got you must spam have been a for Christmas. Little kid, man. <laughs> right, I was. I'm still a badass dude right now. Speaking of Christmas, <laughs> is that a Christmas tree behind you? Hey, you damn, you damn right, it's a Christmas bro, tree. Bro, it is May. Take that thing down. Oh, man. Tis the year. Oh, tis the year. Hey, my, 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 my tree leaning a little bit. <laughs> Your tree's got a gangster lean to it. In yeah, man. It's for the morale down here, bro. Oh, it's a gaming area down here. No good. Hey, Claire, I, you like spam, huh? I, I'm hooked on it, man. I'm hooked. I absolutely like it. Because now I know there's like, it's, it's so versatile. You can do many different things with it. You could put Are you sauces. still talking about spam? Hell yeah. God I've been bless. talking about spam for <laughs> di- three weeks now. Oh, I know. Because I, I, I got to get you to see it my way, man. Uh, the Usos know what's up. It's, yeah, it's man. a good way to live. I'm going to send some to your house, dog. Put that on a hot pan, dog. Get that crisp <laughs> on the outside. Some rice and egg on it, dog. Come on, dog. Spam rice and egg? Yeah. Spam looks like oh, dog God. food to me. Hey, like, hey, it doesn't hey. look appealing. Big, I, you, we ain't going to call you oops yet until you eat some spam, dog. That's real talk. <laughs> you have to earn it. Real talk. <laughs> Your name, Vic. Vic. Well, I guess I gotta uh, eat some spam then. Oh, man. it's all good though. While I got you guys, Jay, I want to ask you real, real quick. Uh, last year, you had the opportunity to sort of strike it out on your own, and we got to see the growth from one half of the Usos to you becoming main event Jay Uso. Jimmy, you've since joined him, reaching that same level. What was that experience like for you, striking out on your own after being so closely identified and literally spending your whole life alongside your brother? It, it was great. It was, it was fire, too, because I didn't think, like, you know, I'd start developing my own character like that, right? I was just rocking with Oost every single week. And then, uh, man, you know, Oost said right-hand man, but you you started plugging that every week on TV, Oost, and then the main event. Like, I didn't come up with none of that. That was all from you commentary, you know, hitting it, and then when I would listen to the uh, listen to you, like, run it back, I'm like, yo, you know, I came to you to TV one day. I was like, bro, can you say keep saying that? Yeah, right yeah. hand man, man, and that, that, that caught on, brother. I, I, got a new shirt. I was gonna say, I remember that when you showed me the shirt, I was like, Hey, we did it. Five percent, five percent, boy. <laughs> Thank you, though. It was, it, it was, it was fire, though, man. I was, uh, I had so much fun doing it, and I never thought like I it, it would just catch on like that. And how was it when, when you were in that position and then your brother came back and you guys sort of had that interaction for a while where you were at odds and is, is which way is it going to go? Are you going to stay with the family? Is it going to split? Is it going to fracture? Being for both of you at that point was such a departure from anything you guys had done on TV to that point. Like, like how did that feel on a human being level being out there with your brother and your cousin doing and making magic like you were doing? felt great, man. It felt real easy, too, because, you know, all the promos of Roman, like, it's almost a shoot feeling in there. So it was easy for, for the for the emotion to come out. Then when, when Jimmy came back, it's it's, it's an easy shoot feeling to, to portray on TV. What I do wish what would have happened was, was uh, like, let, let, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's side of the story, like, you know, prolong more. You know, it was just bad timing because we had, we could have did way more with, with, with Jimmy's side. You know, you know, just sure. yeah. show people uh, different sides, man, different angles, different acting skills for all that. It was like, I was trying, we was trying to do it all. Now we hear where we at right now. We, like, damn, it's crazy. That's almost two years ago. So we, we still running. We still running it right now. And, and not only are you still running it, it's it's red hot. It's the hottest thing in the business right now, the bloodline as a whole. Do you guys have any sort of aspirations having tasted that a little bit that maybe somewhere down the road, 
Jimmy or Jay strikes out and maybe wants to go after the Intercontinental title? Or, or you guys have any sort of singles aspirations? Or are you still just kind of locked in doing what you're doing? Hey, we try to take it all loose. Like, why can't we be the tag champs and 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 me and bro go get that IC title or the US title, bro? You know, we'll take it all loose. Singles, doubles, triples, man, line them all up. You know, we know what's next. I think a lot too is to be said, Graves, as you were talking about bloodline for two years, it's it's very rare in this industry that a tag team sticks together at a high level for a decade. You know what I mean? Like we don't see that every day. That's, that's a, that's awesome in its own right. But we've talked about this journey you both have been on. We mentioned them briefly, Solo Soko and NXT with all the knowledge you guys have had, how have you passed that down to him? Coming from a big family, man. It's hard to make your own footprint in the sand. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we told little bro, like, man, like, you, you got to find your way. Like, we, we've, been right, we've been right through this fire before. You know, you got to find your, you got to find what, what works for you, man. So, he's down there doing his thing. Like, in every single day, he's like, yo, did you watch my match? Is there anything you got? Yeah. What about my promos? Is there anything you can tell me what to do? I was like, just, how about, first time is don't. First thing is don't look like us. Try not to look like because we we look like a lot of life. So he's like, all right, bet. Now he had long hair. He chopped his hair, dyed his hair. Yeah, went from the air forces to you know barefoot. You know he, he he's uncomfortable in the rain barefoot, but he's just trying to like he's doing whatever he needs to stand do. out. Yeah, yeah, to to make his own mark. So like, man, I'll tell him you'll find it. Sometimes it, it, it's a, I remember Randy telling us he he wasn't Randy Orton until six years in the game. He, he started to find Randy Orton. So I remember it, it, it dawned on me, man. I remember sitting there like, all right, bet. Like, that, that's what it is. It's that part. Like, the, the the grind of just constantly throwing at the wall, bro. Whatever sticks, sticks. Whatever don't stick, we're we going to keep throwing regardless. So, like, all we do is throw at the wall. So, always trying to evolve, Bruce. Like, that, that's the game here. You know, don't get you. You're going to go get left behind or, or you're going to stay in the mix. And, and and everybody, you either come you, when you get here, you either sink or swim. You know that that's a, that's as simple as it, it can get. It don't matter if you're running things down there or wherever. It was when you get up in here, we're gonna find out what what you know what you really made of us, and you either gonna crack or you you gonna deliver like like we do. And the 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 suck part about this is like little brother, it, it, it's gonna be hard, right? Because we all made we all. Big time, and you know, Yoko, yo, you know, Omaga, like, look at all of this. And then you got little bro, you know, he next in line, and it's gonna be hard for him. Uh, he knows this, but you know, stick to the scripts, and we we always got his back. You know, we love him. He doing great down there, man. I can't wait. I can't wait until you know we expand his bloodline. Was, and trust me, it was we we expanded deep. Yeah, he ready too. Yo, man, yo, you think come on, yeah, slow your roll, little bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always talk to him after TVs because I went up to him when he, you know, first got signed. And I said, hey, your brothers looked out for me when I started. You ever need anything, come talk to me. Not that I know anything. And he always comes up to me after shows. We always, you know, go back and forth. He goes, my brothers already texted me about my promo, man. They said, this. it's like he listens and then he adapts it right away. Timing's everything. And his time could be very soon in NXT. Oh, Vic, enjoy it while you still can. Because once Solo finds out you don't know anything about spam, he's not going to take your advice on anything. Hey, you guys know that big this guy? This spam thing has bit me in the ass for three weeks. I might as well just suck it up, go to down the store and buy a can today. Yeah, hey, I mean, you got to prepare it. That's that's what I've learned. It's all in the preparation. Uh, 
All right. Well. <laughs> oh, Ohio. He's from Ohio. Let me ask you this. The blood, the bloodline's expanding. Obviously, we got Solo Sokoa waiting in the wings down in NXT. I want to know, Jimmy, what the likelihood that one of these days we get to see your beautiful other half as part of the bloodline. Because, again, we're talking reality here. It's as real as it gets. When it comes to traveling, putting in the grind, putting in the work, Naomi is right there alongside you guys. What are the odds that happens someday? It's very, very likely, man. I, she talks about it a lot. Like, <laughs> she talks about it like, man, like, I can, I can really, I got idea. I could drop the glow. Like, I'm ready to just snap. Like, and I, she could snap, man. She snapped on my ass plenty of times. So <laughs> she could bring that promo, man. She, she's so ready to, to try something new. You know, she's always been adapted to, she gets it. You know, she, that's why she's been around. Sometimes I forget she's been here 10 years too. And I think it's easy to overlook how long Naomi's yeah. been doing what she's doing. And, and yes, she's and just consistently, she's just always kind of there, always in the picture, but yep. you, you lose sight of like, oh my God, she's been doing it longer than half the roster, male or female. She's been right there, bro. Right, yeah. right when the first NXT started, she was on the road. Like yeah. when we debuted, you know, the girls had that NXT show. Yeah. Like the first, first NXT. So she was on the road when we went on the road. She like, she, she came different. But I forget too. I'm like, damn, you've been on a road too. I'm like, yeah. So uh, it's about time. Like, uh, <laughs> I need to jump on this bloodline and start. I need to start snapping on. You know, you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, man, it, I, I I like to have it. She talked about it a lot though. Even Heyman like touched on it too. Man, like I said, you, you guys, you guys are sitting in such a sweet spot right now. Where not yeah. only is it good, not only is it working, not only do people care about it, that the the needle is moving, so to speak. Uh, when when the bloodline's doing their thing, and and you still have this wealth of of backup to work with, like again, like, I, we we spent five minutes talking about the family tree, and I, I looked at about a third of it. I mean, this is truly vast. You guys have no shortage of of options to to bolster yourselves and and strengthen the ranks. I want to talk a little bit about the the tag team division right now. You guys are, are embroiled in your thing with RK Bro, Randy and Riddle, uh, potentially going to unify the titles. But talk to me about the tag team divisions as a whole, because you guys have been a constant for, what, 10 years now in WWE's tag team division. And there's a turnover, but I would make the argument, and Vic and I talk about this a lot, how in the last probably year or so, both Raw and SmackDown's tag team divisions have just blown up. Like tag team wrestling, particularly in WWE, was never really the focal point. And now yeah. it is not uncommon. In fact, it's it's pretty common to have tag teams open up Raw or open up SmackDown or close the show in the main event. What does it mean to you guys, knowing how much you've contributed, to see how healthy the division is as a whole? I remember telling, bro, when we got on the road, bro, when we first came up in this business, I remember telling him, man, we we are a tag team. Like, we are a tag team. We look like one. We are one. So when we got here, we knew, like, we, we would hear, like, a lot of writers, producers, everybody be like, Hey man, you know, headman really ain't big on tag team wrestling. So, you know, just like, you know, try to, man, whatever. They, they miss me with all that. You know what I'm saying? So we knew, we knew tag team. We grew up watching it, man. Our damn family started like tag team wrestling. For sure. And we we knew we was, we knew this was our mark, bro. We knew we had to make this a thing. And once we started like doing these bangers and tag teaming, every time yeah. we went out there and showed out, we, we putting on for the tag division, like for all the boys. You know, so every damn week, man, I would, me and bro, we knew, man, we ain't splitting up. That's why, hey, Vic, like you said earlier, bro, like we, we've been together this long because we, we wanted it like this. You know, we, we a tag team, bro. This, this is a way of life. 
that true tag teams are real. It's a real thing. Like every every saying that we say, it was the one and done. Like it's all it's all legit. We've said it, but we say it like, real life. To me and him, yeah. Like the, the we the ones was like, bro. I, I started like bidding. So I was like, bro, we the ones that do this. We the ones that do that. We the ones that do this, this, this. That's it. It was we the ones. That's you where know? that like, came from. They had little things. It was because okay. I'm always like, man, we the ones been on this damn house show since we we the ones do all these damn interviews. We the ones that do oh. this. We the ones got to go here, then go here. You know, bro. That's it. We the ones. You know, one and done. Seeing tag team wrestling today, it was, man, I'm so proud of it, bro. Because you're yeah, right, was, they they never they never put a vocal point on it, and then everybody always talking about you know the Hardys and Dudleys and Edge Christian. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I got it now. You know, y'all set the tone, but man, it's the Usos and the New Day now. You know, like it, it, we the ones now. Was, I was thinking of this the other night after after I was driving to the next town about how. It's very common today uh, as fans and people even within the business, we obviously pay a lot of respect to everybody who came before us, right? We're not here without those that paved the way for us. And it's always, you look back so fondly on, oh man, this guy was the greatest. This guy was the best. It seems to me like it's been a long time and I could be wrong, but off the top of my head, it's been a long time since there's been anybody in WWE who in the midst of doing what they do are talking about being all-time greats. And that's what we have right now with, with what you guys are doing with Roman. Uh, obviously, the title reign is historic. But to be showing up week after week and saying, hey, enjoy this because I am at that level. It takes a lot of balls to see that in yourself and to be able to go out there and do it week after week. But not only that, you guys are backing it up. Was that a conscious decision? Because again, it's all rooted in reality. Roman is right now, if Roman doesn't do anything else, he's going to go down as, you know, one of the, the greats from what he's accomplished. And there's still so much work to do for all you guys. There's still so much more to be done. Was that something you guys went, you know what? We're going to talk about this. We are doing some all-time great stuff right now instead of going, oh, we'll wait till they appreciate us when we're gone. No, nah, it was... Oh, we show up, man, right? We really believe this. It was like we we truly, truly believe this. It was we the ones, right? That that every week, bro. We we in group texting each other. We know what we know what we're gonna do before we, we take these flights and go handle even co- complete the mission. It was, but you're damn right. Our swag is turned up all the way right now, and we're all together. Like I feed off of him, he feed off Roman, I feed off Roman, the the wise man, like we we really own that bro when we out there it's really real when we step through the curtain it was, we the, the dogs pit bulls are running through the neighborhood right now it was, everybody better put their babies up because it's about to get real nasty if, you, if you're still walking out here and don't know and don't know what street you on right now yeah bro we show yeah. up every 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 tv bro right we we show up even you know even the boys like Hey, y'all here, bro? Damn, yeah. y'all just y'all y'all on my house shows, like yeah, like, yeah, bro. We put the work in, so we showing up like Friday house shows, TV tour, all that, bro. We showing up, and that, that's one thing is like we we putting the work in, like bro. You can't you, you you can't lie when you when you showing up every damn week and you out there performing every damn week and you out there working your ass off every damn week. There you can't take nothing from us. We putting the work in to be where we at today. And I'll be damned if somebody tried to come in here and I work us, bro. Cause I when I see Devar, he'd be like, damn, he calls us, he calls us 24-7 oops. 24-7, bro. You still, you still, 
we need you down to NXT. I'm like, nah, no, nah, hold on. You, you, you got Uso down there already, dog. I, to that, to that point, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. As you got last time, you guys were at Raw. We went off the air. I leave the commentary desk, and you guys had just left the ring, and we're just getting back into Gorilla. And I come up behind you, Jimmy, and I tap you on the back, and I said, hey, we're going to need you to do the dark main event. And you didn't even look back at me, and you went, all right, give me a minute. And then you turned around, and I said, I'm, I'm messing with you, dude. And you, you, we had a good laugh, but that's that's where your your mentality is. You didn't even look back yeah, to man. say, who's telling me this? Hey, we need you to go do another match right now. You went, all right, just give me a second. I'm ready. So 24-7, that's legit, man. That's, that's real. Yeah. That's real yeah. stuff. What's what's next on the agenda, man? It, not only for you guys as a tag team, individually, professionally, personally, what keeps the Usos going, waking up each and every morning and keep doing what you're doing at this level? And honestly, man, we still got a love for it. You know, we still love doing what we do, man. Like, we get up every day. And it's not, a, it's not a job, man. You know, I wake up every day. I get to see bro. I get to travel. I get to meet him in the city. We get to do what we do. I know that night we're going to be performing in front of the WWE Universe. But more importantly, man, we're going to be out there together. Me, bro, Roman, like, this is what we've been doing as kids, man. When I tell you we've been showing out as kids, I'm talking about on a football field. It's been, it's Fatu on the back and, and on Hawaii on the back. Like, we're showing out. Then you go, you can go to high school. I'm talking about baseball, football, basketball. It's, it's, it was every, there was no offseason for us. Because when football's done, we went to basketball. Basketball's done, we went to baseball. You know what I'm saying? Then it went to high school and then it went to college, man. And then like we here, man, this, this has been, it's been its own entity since we were damn kids. man. It's not a character. It's a way of life. The main thing though, is together. For sure. I, I love like me, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, we, we do our, we move together. We, we move, you know, every move is together, man. So all these cities, all these miles, all the plane rides, it was like we, we, we clowning the whole time. Right. There's no down points. Even with Trent in there, it makes it fun. You know, it's always us three. In the rental cars, there's a lot of time together, more than my own wife and kids. So I appreciate it. My dad told it. us, too. My dad told us, too. He did. He ran the roads 20 years by himself. So the fact that we get to do it together, bro, that's a blessing. Like, take that yeah. and keep that. So I was like, all right, Absolutely. Cool. It could be a lonely, y'all know, man. It could yeah. be lonely out there, bro, because we together more than our own family. We a family away from home. You know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed I get to do it with my brother, my wife, my cousin, some good people. Y'all, man, I see y'all every week, man. So it's it, it don't feel like work to me. It's like, The love keeps us rolling. I had to tell the locker room this, man, uh, and I kind of said it out loud, but uh, I was telling the boys, I said, man, it's crazy because everyone wants to do good, like in their individual as far as work. But, you know, when she turned the work, the work button off and we're just the boys in the locker room, like, I appreciate that. It was like, I'm glad I get to move through the world with all these, all these, these gentlemen because they was on their own road. And now all our roads are crossing together, but we're here, we're here together, you know, two, two 300 days out the year. Was, so I told everybody like, bro, I appreciate y'all. Like, this is a hard job. It, it takes a certain individual to live the lifestyle that we live. No, anyone can talk about it, but they ain't, they ain't about it. They, they ain't, they're not going to know how, hot the heat is until they they in the fires. So like my hat is off to every man and woman who 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 moves the way we move. Now pick up your damn water bottles and towels and clean up the damn locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keep me yeah. in check. Keep me in check. Come on, man. We're, we're running low on time. I could do this all day. Before all I let day. you guys go, point blank. Is the bloodline the greatest faction in WWE history? Yes, sir. 
Yes. Do we really need to Sir. say that? Uh, Let's go. Just have to get it on record, guys, just so there's a nice little soundbite for it. That's right. (laughs) I'm with it. I'm with it. Jimmy, Jay, thank you guys for your time, man. You know you're always welcome here. Anytime you feel like chopping it up, we appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, hey, I'm enjoying the ride as much as I can. I'm I'm glad to be on the ride with y'all. Hey, Corey, dog, we had our last match with you, man. Remember that? You sure did. My my, my last match on TV, man. It was against yeah. the Usos, yeah. trust me. I ain't yeah. never going to forget go. that. Go, like I said, the, your family's presence through my life and career has been crazy how many times it's intertwined. Wild, it's, yeah. it's really wild. I feel I feel blessed to be part of it and lucky to, lucky to know you guys. So Thank I you, appreciate Luke. it. You too. Thanks. Vic, I, I can't say enough about those two dudes. On a human being level, two of my favorite people, always great to catch up with Jimmy and Jay and the insight that they have and the point of view about appreciating what they've done despite everything they've done, man. That's, I think it's so important to keep that perspective. It's difficult, especially with the grind we live in, but I think it's a great perspective to have. And I think everyone could learn from that conversation. Yeah, and if you're listening um, right now and this goes up on Friday, obviously RK Bro headed to SmackDown. I'm sure there's going to be some fireworks on Fox today. No doubt. But until we get there, make sure you're following us at After the Bell WWE on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow me at WWE Graves. You can follow Vic at Vic Joseph WWE. Listen for free on Spotify. Just search after the bell and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week. More wisdom, more vitriol, and more WWE after the bell. Spam for Christmas. Ugh.